What's up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of SDGC. It's Thursday, May 27th. Um, as you can see here... God, that's weird. I, I feel like it was just January. I know. Like, it's really fucked up. It's, it's really fucked up. As you can see here, uh, we have a very cool new animated background floating around. Um, do we? We do, actually, Britt. You should go to the Twitch channel and check um, it out. I'm it's go- a very... Very, it's it's even got our colors. Um, I, I set it up today. Like I said, we are we are toying with new looks here. Um, so please pardon our mess, but I think it looks pretty good. I'm gonna move this down. It it looks like the PS3 background. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> but but you know it's a start. It's a start. We are we are we are playing with shit and trying to make shit look a little more uh, a little more updated around here. But you know, <clears throat> this is normally when we launch into what we've been playing. Oh, right? it does. It does look like the PS3 back. Actually, it it's does. normally when we start talking about food. Well, you know what? You know what? I did <gasps> have some I did have some delicious tortellini with uh pesto and and garlic tonight. Um it was really, really fucking good. That actually sounds really it was good. fucking fantastic. I put a little shredded uh aged parmesan on there. Um and it oh it was real it was real fucking good. I knew I was gonna be drinking a, a a nice uh high alcohol uh, IPA tonight but I, I a nice glass of wine would have gone really good with it and speaking of speaking of IPA um I'm drinking so you, you're, hold on John I just want to cl- clarify so you you like IPAs I love IPAs I do too but everyone hates IPAs not me not me dude okay. I love IPA I love the hoppiness because the the hipster the, people just like to hate on it cuz it's like the hipster thing to do I mean I right. I, I like it cuz it tastes good um, yeah. and uh, I am drinking three Floyd's zombie dust, which is out of Illinois. And for years and years and years, this stuff was hard to fucking find, like hard as shit to fucking find. And now they, they have finally gotten enough capital to where they can put this, sh- this stuff all over the country. Uh, so this is, this used to be like one of the Holy grails of IPAs and now it's fucking everywhere. Um, but yeah, people in chat are already like, yeah, zo- yeah. Zombie dust is fucking awesome. Absolutely. Uh, what are we all drinking? Jeff, what are you drinking? What do you got? Uh, just my usual bourbon. What's the brand, Jeff? What's the brand? Uh, Bullet. Bullet. Okay, can you tell me about the notes? I've never had know. Bullet. I'm a, look, John, I'm a simple man. There's, <laughs> it's, there's two types of wine, red and white. Uh, <laughs> is, okay, is it, is it bottom shelf or top shelf bourbon? Oh, Bullet is bottom shelf. Uh, like, so when I go into the liquor store... Uh, I think there's five shelves, and I grab it from the second one from the bottom. <laughs> oh, bullet! Bullet is so. It's, oh, Brit. Speaking of somebody who was a bartender in college, like when somebody came in and ordered bullet, I was like, "It's gonna be one of those nights, isn't it?" Like, it's, I mean, it's the most expensive one in the store. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, somebody said bullet is mainly maple and oak. Um, but I, I also agree with uh, somebody who said uh, sour beer is the best. Absolutely, fucking love a good IPA. So <laughs> normally, Jeff's right. <clears throat> this is where we talk about food for thirty minutes on this video game podcast, right? Um, but we have a lot to talk about. That. I, I was I was just gonna say, Britt, like we have so much to fucking talk about that I feel like we can't even talk about what we've been playing. Um, because I mean, guys, I think it's fair to say that E three has begun. Like E three season is here, like holy, which is weird because usually it's like 
all next week, yeah. right? Like June, beginning of June, because it's always around my birthday. Everything fucking dropped today. Well, not everything, but a ton of shit dropped late last night and today. And apparently, we are actually going to get a Switch Pro announcement between now and sometime next week. Oh so, my god! I mean, <laughs> if a man, I like couldn't it. tell you how much I don't give a shit about a Switch Pro launch date. You don't want to play. Just, I, I am like stressing the fuck out. Uh, I need to get my OG Switch wiped. I need to get Animal Crossing backed up. I have to get down to an EB Games and trade this thing in before its value tanks. I don't think you can transfer uh, Animal Crossing save data, can you? You can. Oh, I thought you you couldn't do that. I know you can't do it with Pokemon Pokemon Sword. Uh, We had to talk about it in the Discord. There... You can do it, but there are like when you look it up on their site, like here's how to transfer your Animal Crossing data. It says you can only do it if you lose or damage your Switch. And I'm like, I'm not, it's not lost. I'm not damaging it. I just want to buy a new one. So I contacted Nintendo support and explained everything and was like, I have this OG piece of shit Switch and I want the new hotness. Like, can I just move my Animal Crossing save? Like, what do I have to do? What's the process? And they're like, oh, you just back it up. Like, they made it sound, they're like, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, huh. Back it up to the cloud and redownload. But, like, their their website has, like, a whole bunch of confusing shit. Like, you know, you have to contact Nintendo support, and you can only do it in certain circumstances. I'm like, okay, as long as it works. Because if I lose my Animal Crossing save data, I am fucking tossing this thing out a window, and I'm never buying anything from nintendo again i swear to god that's not hyperbole <laughs> i will never i, don't I will never you. even talk about nintendo i don't again. believe you because when the next animal crossing comes out you're gonna forget you ever fucking said that absolutely not oh, never right. again yeah, yeah. Or, or when never they say again. that when they say that microsoft flight simulator is coming to us is coming to a nintendo switch pro 2 like you'll, you'll run out and buy it you'll run out and buy it <laughs> i know you will um so so Aside from the Switch Pro, which we know is a thing, but we, we, there's not a whole lot to say about it other than a bunch of people were swearing up and down it was going to be announced today. Obviously, that didn't happen, but I've heard from a few. Is it just because there was a Bloomberg article today? Probably. And prob- then all of a sudden, they thought it was going to be announced today? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, like, I mean, at this point, we know it's coming. Like, there's too much fun. Like, I'm choking on the fucking smoke from this fire. Um, it's just a matter of when. So, and a bunch of people... I've had a bunch of people tell me it'll be between like now and some sometime within the next few days. Next well, I week. think the, I could be um, wrong. I thought the article actually said that they're under pressure to get it out before E3 because some companies want to talk yes. about it and show their stuff, switch pro stuff off. Yes. During E3 week. So I that's, mean, you know, if you do the math. Yeah, that's why. And, and, well, and that's, that's exactly the reason why is, is because there's going to be a bunch of third party devs at uh, Nintendo's E3 presentation. And they want to show off the power of the Switch Pro, which is apparently uh, in handheld a uh, a seven inch screen, which means that there's so that's a bigger handheld screen than the Switch we have now. Uh, at seven inches, it essentially means it gets rid of the it get ri- gets rid of the bezel around the edges. This is all screen. Um, what do you call it? A, a bezel. Is it? Is that how you pronounce it? I thought so. I might be wrong. Bezel. Is it bezel? I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna let chat. We're gonna let chat. Is it is us. it bezel? Is, is it oh. bezel or? It's not Jeff. Oh no, I'm wrong. Oh Jeff oh, is wait. right. Oh Jeff is right. It's bezel. Hey Rar is bezel. It does not help me, Rar. That you just <laughs> yeah, like that's Rar. What are you doing, man? Like that that doesn't fucking help us at all. Like 
Jeff, I would have thought Bezel. that you would have said Bazell because, like, you know, you're up in Canada, and you know, uh, a lot of people in Canada speak French. La Bezel, La Bezel, La Bezel. Don't speak French. Uh, bezel, bezel. Okay, so it's a bezel. It's a bezel. Okay. It's a bezel bub. Instead of talking about food for thirty minutes, we're going to talk about <laughs> how to pronounce about this how, how fucking pronounce word. Bezel. Um, but in handheld, it's apparently a nice, okay. crisp 720p and uh, docked. It's 4K DLSS. Um, so you know, like I, I don't think that. The, so in the, a lot of the discourse today has been about whether or not we're going to see Switch Pro exclusive games, which I can assure you right now we won't. Um, because they're not going to alienate the what fucking 80 million people or something that own a Switch right now or a Switch Lite. Mm. Like that's that's not gonna fucking happen. Um, although I do think this is intended to phase out the original model. Uh, so uh, that's what the Bloomberg article said. Yeah, like yeah. The the two ninety nine regular Switch is gonna go away. It'll be replaced by this, and then it'll just be this new one yep. and the Switch and the, Lite. The Switch Lite, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that you know, <laughs> honestly, uh, I think going forward, like I've got a prediction here. I don't think we're going to like Nintendo is now locked into the hybrid console right like like there's no going back to them they cannot go back to having a stationary uh you know tv only console and then like a separate line of handhelds that those days are done for them well um i mean it's nintendo it's nintendo yeah, so, so what but who fucking knows who like fu- i know so, they're well, all right, all right. Like they, the new switch will be hybrid still. But all right, anyway, so, all right so let me say this then. The fuck knows. By conventional wisdom, if we're, if we're looking at this from conventional wisdom, okay, uh, yeah. then then they are not then they are locked into the hybrid console uh, format. Uh, I, I guess if you're looking at this from Nintendo logic, they can fucking do anything. <laughs> but break. I ahead. think just in general, that's where video games are trending towards now because you got Game Pass mm-hmm. on your cell phone. Yep. Um, I. Sony's gonna do something to catch up eventually, and um, Nintendo's already there with their, uh, you know, being able to dock and undock your right. Switch. Um, and I imagine that especially has to be popular for younger kids and like things like Fortnite and Minecraft and like that kind of thing that they can play online with their friends. So I think while it's Nintendo, I'd like I could absolutely see them just throwing it to the wind because it's fucking Nintendo, yeah. but I I don't see how that's beneficial. Just seeing how like <laughs> the industry is trending. And well, and like you know the the best part about the hybrid approach is we always had you know there there was always this like uh, disparity. Like they had their 3ds developers and their 3ds games, and then their console ones, and like they weren't able to kind of get like you know they couldn't hit both of them at the same time they constantly had to find that balance but now you can have the tv console and the portable thing and you can push out you know all your resources and all your developers just to develop for one platform i don't see like i don't see why you would want to move back away from that and say okay now you know all of a sudden this team you you guys have got to do the mobile stuff and you can't you know you're splitting your base so hard and it just doesn't seem necessary at this point yeah so um you know, that's really all there is to say right now, I think, about the, yeah. the Switch Pro. But although, like, I really do, like, I don't think they're going to call it the Switch Pro, right? I, th- I think that's a stupid name, especially since the, we already have a Switch Pro controller. Um, so I think it's actually a good name. I think the stupid name is what it's going to be called, which is, like, the new Nintendo Switch. No, I, I or... think they should call it the Super Nintendo Switch. 
Nintendo Switch SX. What if they call what what if they call it what if they call it the 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 Switch NX? Like that would be some shit right there. But but no, I think they should call it the Super Nintendo Switch. I think that's the most I think that's the most logical name. I think it flows right off the tongue. It it is relevant to their history, which is why they won't fucking do it. Um oh Blaine, if they call it the Switch next, I will fucking throw I will throw my Switch in the garbage. I'm Switch, fuck that! I hate God. Switch you, switch you. <laughs> <laughs> I like switch you. What I if like they the call switch. it the switch? It's but like, with like Pikachu, but switch you. What if they call it the switch, but with like with two eyes? The switch, like like what if they <laughs> the Nintendo Switch? It just sounds like you're saying Weege. Switch. <laughs> the switch. Nintendo Switch. Um, That's it. I love Switch. That's a winner in my book. The the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch U. (laughs) The successor is the Nintendo Switch U. Okay, so um, I I wanted to retweet the podcast again real quick. So we are going to jump right into everything we know about what's coming up. Uh, There have been a ton of leaks over the past uh, week. Um, and we're going to start with Final Fantasy. And this is something that Jeff was actually, Brittany, unaware of. Um, so it, it is really all but confirmed that we are getting a brand new PlayStation 5 exclusive Final Fantasy game, which is from uh, being developed by Team Ninja, who are the ones behind uh, Neo and Neo 2. Uh, what else did they do? Because I always get them mixed up with Ninja Theory. Uh, like totally different. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Did Team Ninja? Did are they the ones that did um, Heaven uh, Heavenly Sword, or was that Ninja Theory? The, no, I think Ninja Theory was the one that did. I mean, the, the, the names are very confusing. Which one is the one that does Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive? That's Team Ninja. Shit? That's Team Ninja. No, wait. Okay. That's in, no. That's Ninja. Is that Ninja Theory? Whatever. Um, see, the, the, see, this is the fucking problem with having it. I like these names suck. So, Team Ninja actually worked on Metroid Other M, so that sucks. Okay. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Team Ninja of Other M fame. <laughs> I mean, come Straight. on, let's fucking dude. Let's face it, Other M is garbage. That game sucked. Um, I'm sorry to the, I'm sorry to the three people who I'm liked a, Other I'm M. I have a shirt f- from when okay. I uh, demoed it at PAX. Okay, so 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 Ninja Gaiden so- and. And D- and dead or uh, dead or alive is Team Ninja. It looks like, right? Is that the fighting game or is that the volleyball game? Yes. Um, okay. It, it, yes. That's, that's what that's what has me worried. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, so uh, now I'm oh, thinking uh, about Team fucking Ninja other did, uh, Ultimate Alliance Three. Is that the one that was on Switch? Yes, that's actually a good game. Um, okay. So, but. Uh, but they're just a mixed fucking bag. Like, well, I mean, the Neo games. It's, were it's like great. it's like fifty fifty. This ne- could either be well, fucking. So here's the thing: really good or just terrible. So so Neo and Neo Two are really good games, right? Brittany, I saw your kid in the background, and he scared the shit out of me. I thought there was a fucking ghost in in your house. Like that creeped me the fuck out. That he was just scary. yeeted himself. I'm like, oh my god. That was scary. Um, I, I like, I thought there was a face looking in that glass door behind you for a second. Oh I was man. Like, oh god, there's a fucking killer behind Britney. This First, is- Beignet fucking yeets himself inside, and then my son yeets himself on the couch. So, um, so Jeff, <laughs> it so, looks like he just cannonball. Yeah, he's just throwing oh, himself man. around. Oh, oh my background. god. <laughs> <laughs> I could see his feet flapping around. 
I'll be right back. Uh, no, 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 it's fine, dude. It's fine. Uh, okay, but I gotta, I gotta get coffee. In all right, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> poor Brit. <laughs> a kid is just throwing himself around in the background. Uh, so Jeff, let me tell you a little bit about Final Fantasy Origins, because that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, is this where we find out how the Final Fantasy began. Right. It, it, it's the, it's the beginning of it's the it's the beginning of the uh, of the of the fantasy that never ends. Um, okay. This is the this is how this is how it all started, Jeff. This is how okay. it all started. Um, so, <clears throat> what we know is that it is actually set in the world of Final Fantasy One. It, it's actually set. It's a more or less like a, I, I guess I've heard a prequel to the original Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, but but we know that it's set in that world. Um, and it's been compared to the Dark Souls series and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, in terms of gameplay. Um, although it is said to be more accessible for a wider, a wider audience, which makes sense mm-hmm. because it's Final Fantasy and which is a bigger name than like, you know, Dark Souls, for example. Mm-hmm. And you, you're not going to want to lock people out because it's overbearingly difficult. Um, and it is set. OK, actually, looks like it's set during the events of the first game in the franchise. And okay. apparently there is going to be a playable demo this summer to get feedback. Uh, which, if you think about it, yes, makes, I, okay. So yeah. I did hear about this. Yeah, it's like a public alpha. It's similar to what yes. they did with Neo. With Neo, yeah. exactly. Um, we know that Square Enix and Team Ninja have a close working relationship uh, because, oh, okay, all right. So Team Ninja was the one who worked on Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which again kind of sucks because that game wasn't great. But um, different type of game, though, right? Like yeah, this, yeah. But I mean, I mean, the, the Dissidia games before that were great. Dissidia NT mm-hmm. was not so much. You know it. Just based on the games that like chat was talking about that Ninja, um, sorry, Team Ninja has worked on before, uh, like they did Ninja Gaiden, and you know, so to be like when you're talking about like a Souls like game or something that's very like combat focused mm-hmm. and strategy and like technically skilled and stuff <laughs> like that, um, you know, I I would look more to like I would look less to their experience with something like Other M, and look be like, oh, these are the guys that did Ninja Gaiden, obviously a long time ago. Probably most of the team isn't there anymore, but. Um, you know, this seems like something that could be in their wheelhouse. Well, a few other things we know. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Okay, never mind. Uh, I, that was something about uh, Dissidia. Um, so what's interesting will, is that... Oh, no, Jeff, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I um, I will say I like the idea of, um, you know, publishers and kind of the, these franchises. Uh, it's like we saw what Nintendo did with Hyrule Warriors. Like, that game isn't my kind of jam, but... Um, I like the idea of, you know, owners of these IPs opening it up a little bit and letting people kind of explore that world and characters in like a really different style and really even a different genre. I think it's a cool way to, you know, maybe people don't like JRPGs or are turned off by JRPGs, but they could go and play something like this Final Fantasy Origins, assuming it turns out to be good. And maybe they get wrapped up in that story and lore and they're like, oh shit, I actually kind of want to like, you know, play this game. I don't know. I think it's a... I think it's a really cool idea, and I hope it turns out well. I just, I'm so tired of games with the with origins in the title. Like, it's so fucking rote. Like, I mean, it, but it's leaked, so it might not be the official. Title, it it right? might not. Um, and also yeah. important to note that we've actually already had a Final Fantasy Origins, which was the compilation of Final Fantasy yeah. One and Two on the PlayStation. Um, I remember that because I bought it and I played like an hour of Final Fantasy One. I was like, "Oh, this game sucks." <laughs> Those games have not held up great. Uh, Final, I, Final sure Fantasy were, One and Two, I mean. Yeah, I like I respect them for what they are. It just it was 
it was very very hard to get into. It was yeah no I I I, uh, I I of course um I love all Final Fantasy games except for Final Fantasy two. That game is just straight up hot garbage. Um, it's not good. Uh, but so Britt, I've been educating Jeff on Final Fantasy Origins, but I want to know your thoughts on it. Um, what we know about the game is that it's a a Souls like apparently, but more accessible and set during the events of the original Final Fantasy. Um, interest like I I would not have like I would not have called this, and this is apparently going to be like one of their big showings at E three this year. Like they are going to put a lot of focus on this game. Um, so I I've never played a Souls game because I don't. I get very frustrated very easy. Like difficulty games just don't like I'm not I pass on them. Like anybody who loves them, great for them. So I don't know how I feel about this. Um that being said, I think a good I would say uh comparison to gameplay wise to like a Souls game, but that's not as hard. And you guys, I want you guys' input on this. God of War, especially the PS4 one. Would you consider that gameplay like? From a mechanic standpoint, a little more actiony. But I mean, you know, you've got that over the, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's an over the shoulder game. It's in, you know, Souls games are more of a, I mean, they're all third person. But God of War really puts the kind of brings the camera in closer to your shoulder. Uh, well, I, I just meant like, like I, I meant like difficulty wise, right? Oh like yeah, it's, no, it's, I would not consider that a Souls Souls level difficulty at all. <laughs> Right, we're right. So what I'm saying is if mm-hmm. but but it, it it's harder. Like God of War isn't like hard, but it's like it it it's harder than like I don't know, your average, average. video game. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, um yeah, it can be. Um but I mean honestly, like if Final Fantasy Origins comes in with that kind of difficulty, I'd be fine with that. However, like, you know, put fucking difficulty oh, levels well, that, in there. That's what I'm saying. That, like Yeah. yeah. Have like, some kind of slider. Or yeah, have, have a difficult, like, if for no other reason than to just let people enjoy it, because, you know, not everybody's as good at certain games as everybody else. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's also an accessibility issue. Like, I hate to I hate to boil accessibility in games down to um, down to difficulty levels, um, because there's a lot more that needs to be done there. But the bare minimum for accessibility purposes, you know, at a, at a difficulty, which I'm sure they will. Um, I, I'm sure there'll be some kind of difficulty slider in there. Uh, but what I was told about the production values of the game is that it's not anything on the, it's like, it's, it's going to be in the middle, right? Like it's not anything on the level of like final fantasy 16, which is a huge, like, I mean, that's their flagship franchise, but it's also uh, got a much bigger budget than something like say world of final fantasy. Um, so I was told to expect visuals on the power of like near automata, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, because this is going to be like an action game, right? So you know, you know, they're going to want to have this thing running, running well, and uh, you know, it, so yeah. Um, I heard a rumor also that Yoko Taro was involved somehow. Uh, I, you know, from a gameplay scenario standpoint. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, Which needs to be really just digging his fingers in, right? With yeah, the the Yorha stuff, so. right? Right. So, I mean, yeah. And, and he, Jeff, like you said, he was direct, like he designed the, the Yorha Dark Apocalypse raids. Um, so, so and he, the, they were pretty good. They were they pretty were, good. They're super good. They they're hard really good. as fuck though, but they're good. Oh, they're brutal. <laughs> the, the, they I, brutal. I did the epilogue quest today, by the way, and it, it's a really weak ending to that whole raid series, unfortunately. But, um, Yoko Taro, uh, seems to be getting more and more involved with the Final Fantasy franchise, which is cool. 
Uh, so, so I don't, I don't discount that rumor at all. I, I bear in mind, I want to repeat that's that's that, a rumor. I'm it, not dropping any facts me. here. So it, it worries me for one reason. One, we've already established the Dead or Alive franchise, and two, y'all, y'all know what the characters and the female characters in Near look like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Yoko Taro straight up said, like, oh, they look like this because I like looking at them like this or something like that. Yeah, so well, let's not forget. That listen, a... as much as I love a good booty and a good titty, I would just like to see some, <laughs> some, a little, little bit, a little, little less of that moving forward. Well, maybe a little bit, but just not base your entire female character design around ass and titties. I, you know, I, I I guess it could be worse. Like Hideo Kojima could be designing the characters, I guess. So, Ooh. Eh, I could know. like I could literally have a whole podcast on could troublesome. Have a, have a a quiet situation there. Um, a troublesome yeah. uh, game developers yeah. and females. Um, but no, I I'm I'm looking forward to this. Um, I mean, look, we know the game exists, and we will see more of it uh, at Square Enix's E3. Um, Brittany, go ahead. I was going to say, ultimately, I am... Uh, it's a Final Fantasy, so I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Like um, like you said, I just hope it's accessible, right? Because like, I'm like Brittany, like, my idea of fun is not like fighting the same boss 20 times and like constantly dying when I like have him one hit from that. Like, that's you know, my idea I want to... I know, John, I know you're a real gamer, but I'm not a real gamer. <laughs> you and me wanna, both, Jeff. I just want to get that atmosphere. I want to get that story. I want to get that music, the characters. And I just want to like button mash my way through this entire thing. So what's the word? What is the word? What is the word? No, um, Brittany, that we made you... up when he was, when he was on the podcast. Oh shit. It was, um, uh, what? Guamf. Guamf that shit up. Guamf. Guamf that shit up. He fucking knew. He knew. He, he, he pulled didn't that shit. Guamping like a motherfucker. Like, he, he pulled that shit out. He had it ready like a katana. He was like, shing. <laughs> like, like, I... Guamf. Guamf that shit. We need... We need oh, shit. That's the new, that's the new podcast word. We're gonna, we're gonna guamf that shit. Um, gonna, what's, well, let's fucking guamp to the next we're gonna, topic. We're gonna guamp over to the next topic. <laughs> what does a okay. guamp sound? Even never mind. You know what? I don't want to know what it actually sounds like in real life. Um, um, are you going to the next JRPG series, John? No, no I'm not. We're not. We're not okay. there yet. We're not there yet okay. because there is something else that is uh, apparently going to be revealed at the Square Enix E3, <laughs> and that is a a collection of the first six Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasies one through six. Um, with the platform to talk about Final Fantasy VI again. Yes, but also because that's part of the collection. Um, with the well, actually, give it another shot on if if they upgrade it. So so as a collection. So 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 from from what I've heard, um, uh, the four, five, and six games will have the um these the classic like you know snes style visuals um along with the updated translations of the advanced versions and the extra content so those three games will be more or less um definitive versions of those games um i also heard a rumor that it was switch exclusive i don't 
know if I necessarily believe that. I hope it, no. I hope that's not true. Where, Although, where did I'll, the news about the compilation come from? Like, uh, where where did this even come from? From the same individual who leaked Final Fantasy Origins. Okay, and so, this is like le- we think it's legit. It's it's legit. Um, okay, so. Right. So, uh, you know, that's coming at some point. Um, and I'm, su- I'm fucking like, you know, <laughs> let's just say I'm 99% certain that this is, this is a real thing. Like he's, it's, he's it's fucking guamping sure I'm that guomping, it's, I'm guamping sure. I mean, it makes sense. Like, obviously they've been <laughs> loving their re-releases of Final Fantasy, right? That it's seven, eight, and nine. Right. Uh, you know, they, they had the updated versions of 10. And it's and, long and past time for HP. something like this. I'm surprised. Well, it yeah, and like, now. it's re- it's honestly weird that it's taken this long for those those classic <laughs> ones. Uh, I'm not expecting a ton of effort put into them, but like. So from what know, I've even heard. Just making them available on a current platform would be a huge step. So what I've heard, what I've heard is that the first three games are pretty bare bones, right? Like Final Fantasy. Yeah. So Final Fantasies 1, 2, and 3, um, I, you know, I, all I know about them is that. There, there's not a whole lot of work being done there. Four, five, and six are going to be the Super Nintendo versions, but they will have the updated translated version or the updated translated localizations of the Game Boy Advance versions and the extra content from those versions. So those three will be more like a definitive collection of those games. Um, and the only reason I give I give any credence to the Switch exclusive rumor is because it, you know, we do have a precedence for Square Enix releasing classic games collections exclusively to switch um collection of mana is a good example that did not come to any other platform but switch um so i don't know we'll see i i i i hope it's not i hope that's not the case um but what And, and you know what's sad about it is it's like how how much have you been screaming for a remaster of six and chrono trigger in Octopath Traveler format, and guess what comes out? <laughs> so, 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 or all right, so, so we'll get to that in a minute. We'll, 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 we'll get that. We'll, we'll get to that. I, in a minute. I just think it's like as soon as I saw that, I was like, John's probably fucking like ecstatic and so fucking mad at the same time. We're, we're gonna trust me, trust me, Britt. We're gonna get into that. We, we will. We are gonna visit that um, in great detail. Uh, but, um, I, I could not, I could not be happier about this. Um, it is like Jeff said, I am stunned that it has taken this long for that shit to fucking happen. Um, because I mean, how many times has Final Fantasy seven been re-released at this point? Um, not as much as fucking Skyrim or Resident Evil four. I mean, still though, like, I mean, that, that game's all over the fucking place. And, um, you know, especially given the focus on re-releases of the saga franchise, which are not great. Um, I like, you know, everybody has been like, where's final fantasy four or five and six, where's Chrono Trigger? Where's, you know, where's this and this, um, you know, and, and so it's good to see that it, it looks, it, it looks like this is finally happening. Um, and apparently it's, so here's the interesting story behind this. It's, it's apparently done. A year ago, Square Enix announced that they were going to do a, a... And when I heard about this, it made perfect sense. Square Enix was going to... I had announced that they were going to do a streaming service for their classic titles, like from Super Nintendo and PlayStation and stuff like that. That was kinked. They, you know, late last year, they were like, ah, you know, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, so, but now we've got these games that we were going to release on there, and we might as well just sell them and try to make a profit. The Final Fantasy 1 through 6 collection was something that was supposed to be a part of that. 
Um, and this is also the reason that we have not seen these games pop up on Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, because because Square Enix would rather, you know, as opposed to licensing them out to Nintendo to put them on their online service for, you know, a small amount of money, they're like, let's just package them and sell them um, and we'll make more money off of it. So from a business perspective, that does make sense. It doesn't explain the absence of Chrono Trigger on there, um, but yes, Blaine, it's real. Um, I mean, we got Caveman Ninja, so do we really need... No, VI. we don't. Um, but you know, it's nice to have. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I am, I am very excited about it's, that. It, it's always like nice when older games get accessibility to a new generation. I guess so. Like right. to be able I to mean, experience. Like, yeah, like right now, how do you play these games? I've got a Super like, NT in a cart. Know, yeah, or I mean, okay, or an so emulator. Like the, I think some of them are on the Super Nintendo Classic. Some of them which, are. Like, was but, but, was playing added. on the PlayStation Three. <laughs> but those are yeah. still those are still PS One classic versions of of some stuff because mm-hmm. they have like, the Final Fantasy anthology and things like that. But like you know, someone who just has a Switch or someone who just has a PS Five, like you should be able to play these games. Right. And well, and you know, I there's a I think there's a there's a deeper conversation there, not just about games conservation, which you guys know I'm I'm is very important to you, but also about carrying our purchases forward. Uh, you know, and, you know, having everything that I have bought in the past available on these new consoles going forward. And I feel like we're, you know, it's taken way too long. We're, we're finally starting to see some of that happen. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, we're nowhere near where we need to be with that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm also glad because a lot of these games are being lost to time, man. Like, I've got a stack of Super Nintendo cartridges over here, right? But eventually the battery, like, like the save batteries in these things are going to die. Um, and, and that's that. You know, and and so all of these games are going to be lost to time at some point. Um, and even the Super Nintendo Classic, Jeff, those games are running off an emulator. <laughs> those aren't the original yeah, I games. Know. I know. So, I mean, it's like, you know, come on, Nintendo, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am, you know, I am extremely happy that this is finally going to happen. Watch. They're going to release it, and then they're going to fucking Mario it. They're just going to wipe it off the shelves in the store. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them at all. Um, so uh, another like thing that- Disney fucking vault. Yeah. Uh, we also know that there is a- Maybe you guys haven't heard of this, but there is a Guardians of the Galaxy game in development uh, at Square Enix as well. Uh, and it's being developed. This is news to me. It's being developed. By I didn't I- hear about that. Yeah, it's so the only thing I know about it is that it's real and it's being developed by IDOS. Um, did they? Who did the Avengers game? Uh, that was. I mean, that was. That inter- was Crystal Dynamics. That was Crystal right? Dynamics. You were right. So okay, yeah, this right. is not the. Yeah, this is not the same team. Um, okay. but but I literally all I know about it is that it's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only thing I know. But that I'd will, play Guardians of the Galaxy game. I, I would. Know. I mean, if if it's good. Um, yeah. but that will be at E3 as well. Do you will remember it be a JRPG? I have no idea. I, I have n- I have no idea. <laughs> I would honestly anything. play a turn-based party. Based that would be fucking cool, game. or like you know something yeah, like Diablo, like like a, like a top-down yeah. isometric Guardians of the Ooh, Galaxy. Who you guys? What? This just got confirmed. What? A little bit ago, it's about Moon Knight. What? What got confirmed? Moon Knight. Yeah, it's a Marvel. Yeah. Mark no. Specter. Hold on. Let me look at this real quick. Oh, yeah. No, we already knew this. Yeah, I saw this picture Did earlier. We? Yeah. We already yeah, knew this. Yeah, we already... We, was we a already, while ago. Yeah, we already knew that he was playing uh, Mark Spector. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah. 
Well then, delete my comment well, I would, and wipe yeah. me off the podcast. And also, I mean, it's, uh, it's can we awesome? Can like, we ban? Uh, can we ban Brittany through the? Uh, please, uh, can we Rar, ban can you from the chat, please? Can Can you do me a favor and ban me, please? Um, Put me out of my misery. Yeah, fucking. I'm gonna. It's gonna be like here. speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy. We we gotta we gotta do what uh, what the Grandmaster did. Brittany, you are you are officially banned from life. Um, <laughs> it was pardoned. I, I accept pardoned, that willingly. Pardoned, but she is not. She's she's not pardoned. She, I would I would let Jeff Goldblum melt me into. I would blob. too. I would too. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, the the only other thing I think that we know about so Square Enix is going to have a huge E three. Like this is going to be a massive showing for them. Um, I am rescinding my prediction about near Automata sequel because I don't think that's going to be there. <laughs> um, I I think it's the majority of what they're showing is going to be based in based on Final Fantasy. Um, so, you know, sorry, sorry, near fans, but I don't I don't think near Automata is going to be there, uh, or any kind of sequel to near. Although I, I I'm sure it's in development. Uh, speaking of more Square Enix games and remakes of older games that I would love to see, last night we had a Dragon Quest stream. Uh, the 35th anniversary of Dragon Quest. And I have never been more simultane- more simultaneously happy and fucking annoyed than I was <laughs> when we saw that we had a an HD 2D remake of Dragon Quest 3 on the way, which on the one hand looks fucking gorgeous. It looks like, so just chef's kiss oh looks my so good. god I, I was not so i was i was my prediction is i was expecting ports of four five and six which would have been good but this i was like holy fuck they are they are really and also i love how i i, I love i love how they uh i love how they accidentally leaked that we're getting remakes of one and two in hd2 as well uh which is which is really funny um so we know that more remakes are coming and that's <laughs> that's great and and dragon quest 3 in hd like hd 2d like is is my is my new thing like it's so that style is so fucking gorgeous i will um, i just want to say real quick john like i'm it's shallow and it's superficial and i hate it but when i see like the snes era visual like i can respect those visuals but they're just a little bit too old for me mm, like when i was trying me. to play like final Fantasy 4 and 6 i i admire you know the quality of that at the time like i, I want to be very careful and say like i respect it it's just like i don't know maybe it's because of all the indie games that have the pixel art and stuff it's just my brain jeff if like, it's not for you it's not for you bud there's no there's it's not no- for me but i i just want to say i fucking love the look of these games i loved the look of octopath yeah, even though too. i didn't like the game itself and this is what will get me to go back and play these games because I that would know, be amazing, right? Like if they redid some of those, like do this. Dra- does Dragon Quest there. give you hope at all, John? So, so I was watching this last night, and you know, after the trailer was over, I had two thoughts. My first thought was, man, fuck, like that little that was gorgeous. I can't <laughs> wait for that. Then my immediate thought was, where the fuck is Final Fantasy VI? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, like, you know, I mean, for I was like, okay, Saga, Saga, Saga's getting remakes, great. Okay, those games suck, but whatever. 
Dragon Quest is getting remakes. Those games are great. Like, I fucking love Dragon Quest. Fantastic. I've never played a single Dragon Quest game, so I'm looking forward I, to playing these The only ones. one I played was Eleven, like the newest one, and I loved it so much. It's I, great, I think Brittany. You try it, Brittany. It's, it's like, yeah. it's all the stuff you like about JRPGs, but it has a lot of modern, like, quality of life shit, like... And it's, Zach, it's just, game. Zach just it's recently so played through it and I watched a little bit of like he he platinums every single game he plays and that's not an exaggeration. He just got done platinuming <laughs> Mass Effect 1. Um, so he platinumed that game. So he spent a lot of time on it and he fucking loved it. So Dragon Quest it's, 11 is the best in the series too. Like yeah. easily. Like it's a fantastic fucking game. But I mm-hmm. last night, Brit, I was like, where is my Final <laughs> Fantasy VI remake? Like why can I not like like, why does this game keep getting fucking ignored? And so, is it just the one game that got remade in Octopath? Yes. Format. Yeah, just Dragon Quest three. Um, although Ooh, we, although that's not boding well no, for the. They let slip that Dragon Quest one and two are being remade in that style as well. Um, How did they slip it? Because he was, he was like, "We've got the same thing coming for one and two, and somebody literally blew a fucking whistle to shut him up." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the part after that where he also said that they're not going to do that for any of the Final Fantasy games? Jeff, they did not say that. It happened, yeah. Right after Jeff, that, yeah, he said, yeah, they it, definitely did not say that, Jeff. Um, <laughs> but but no, no, Brit Yuji Hori was literally like, and you know, we're excited to do the same for one and two, and some motherfucker pulled out a whistle, was like, what? and he was like, oops, I guess I should shut the fuck up now, and uh, <laughs> so we know. We know that one and two are coming as well. So what? So while I am highly fucking annoyed that this is not Final Fantasy VI on a level that I can't really begin to describe, at the same time, I feel like the precedent has been set now. And 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 like Jeff said, like if you want people to go back and like people who were not even alive at the time to go back and play these games, like this is the way to do it. Um, this is the way. This is this is the way. This is the way. Uh, and I I just but there's the, like there's still that little lingering bitterness today. Like I was watching the trailer again, and I was like, it should have been Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like I've been seeing everybody post those screenshots, and I'm like, man, John has to be the most conflicted motherfucker. Right I, yeah, no, I really am. John's like, like life is good, but it could be better. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. Somebody needs to make that meme right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, that's. I'll do. I'll do it as soon as we log off here. Um, but oh god, now you got me thinking about this shit again because I'm excited. Like I've been having a hard time getting excited for games, and it's funny because like before the pandemic, I was really burning out on JRPGs. I was like, I don't want to deal with like the stupid some of the anime shit and like just the grinding. Like I was kind of like almost like turned off by them and now i love the vibrancy i actually like like kind of the really earnest cheesiness of some of them and i like some of the tropes and stuff so like i'm really fucking excited to buy this dragon quest 3 remake and just like sink my teeth into it i i have a sneaking suspicion it's going to come out this year like late this year um we'll see i i I, sooner or later sooner rather than later and hope or sooner rather than later, I hope. I'm in, this, I'm in this fantasy league for game reviews and stuff like that, and uh, I, I re- if it's going to be this year, I really need to grab it. So I fucking, know. I can't wait. Like, like all joking aside, it, it looks gorgeous. We also had, there was a few more things announced at the Dragon Quest stream last night. Of course, last night, Dragon Quest Twelve was the big one. Uh, you know, we've got a follow-up to Dragon, Dragon Quest Eleven coming. 
And I was like literally a, like eleven just came out. But uh, well, what actually came out in two thousand eighteen or two thousand seventeen in Japan? Uh, then Listen, eighteen, and then it's been a long it's year been a and long, a half. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> um, but Brit, I like before when the, when I knew the announcement was coming, they were like, "Let's talk about the big one that everybody wants to talk about." I was like, "Watch these motherfuckers pull a logo reveal." Watch them pull a logo reveal, and that's exactly what the fuck they did. And it was Dragon Quest twelve, the 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 flame the the flames of fate or something like that. And I was like, those motherfuckers actually did it. They showed a logo. They showed a logo. And um, last time I saw that was Bethesda with uh, the new Elder Scrolls game. No, somebody actually posted a picture of the Metroid Prime Metroid Prime Four logo and the dragon quest 12 logo and the starfield logo and uh and the elder Scrolls 6 logo and they were like the quartet <laughs> um but but oh yeah and, and 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 they said this is dragon quest for adults did they actually say that yeah they did what does that mean is there going to be like I, a dating simulator in it there's going to be there's going to be titties um, I like like how fucking mature are we that it's like it's Dragon Quest for adult and our mind just goes to fucking sex, sex. and titties, yeah, that's... right? <laughs> like, oh, Britt, let's be honest though, your mind went there before ours did. Mine has always been there, so that's not an excuse. <laughs> like, y'all ha- y'all have your own excuses to work out. But but yeah, so so they said it's going to be for adults, and um. Which is a really profoundly weird and kind of creepy way of putting that. Um, but, it is right because video games are like supposed to be for everybody. Yeah. So uh. so so th- what they could have said, I think, was we're gonna make it. But then again, like if you say we're gonna make it darker, people are gonna be like, "Oh, great, it's the crow." Uh, and if you say a we're Zack gonna Snyder video, game. yeah, it's <laughs> the Snyder <laughs> the Snyder cut, <laughs> Dragon Quest oh. the Hori cut, uh, but. <laughs> So they also said they're going to re. I muted that on sh- that shit on Twitter. I'm, I'll mute you guys right now. <laughs> they all, they also said that they are going to. Brittany's re- like I'm once again asking. Brittany's to Brittany's Patty. done. But uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily like. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't necessarily think they need to make Dragon Quest darker or more edgy. Like the whole. That's like it's. it's I'm just it's saying such like. A- cartoony looking game yeah, that it's like, like the whole reason i fell in love with 11 and that i want to try three is like yo this is like really feel good and like just like yeah it just i don't know wholesome oh jeff you muted jeff, you muted <laughs> you know what i think i made at least one show <laughs> i'm not even gonna repeat what i said <laughs> Brit, Brit, we shouldn't. Brit, Brit, you shouldn't have said anything. You should have just let him go. We could have. Yeah, nodded. just let me go. Just let me fucking go. We should have nodded. And like, yeah, I totally agree, Jeff. I, one hundred percent, man. Can somebody clip that, please? Yeah, somebody in chat, please clip that. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like this. Like Dragon Quest. Like in Dragon Quest Eleven, I'm beating up. I'm beating up demons, and they got like stars circling over their head. I mean, you know, and like you've got demons. You you've got demons that have hooves called Mucifers. Like I mean, th- this is. Do they? Yes, they actually do. What um, what what what's the 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 pom poms the puff puffs? Oh, puff puff. Yeah, that's puff one. That that's one. I so if if nobody is familiar with Dragon Quest, a puff puff is when essentially a girl shakes her her titties at you. That's puff puff. Um, that is that's that's. I didn't remember. I just remembered it from Final Fantasy fourteen, and it was like that's puff puff. 
a um, dance or something. I didn't. Yeah, it's, I, didn't I mean, it's, it's essentially yeah. Um, if you play Dragon Quest, like Brittany, after the podcast, go to YouTube and just Google Dragon Quest Eight Puff Puff and tell me what you find. I'll <laughs> um, do it right now. Do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a literal. It's a literal attack that Jessica, one of the characters in Final Fantasy or in uh, Dragon Quest Eight, does. And I'll hold on. I want to see Brittany's reaction to this in real time because <clears throat> if she's never seen this, like if you if you've never seen it, it's definitely a uh, it's definitely a thing uh, that. <laughs> they call it a poof poof. Okay. Oh poof poof. All right. Well, it, it's puff puff, but. Yeah, she's just uh I'm not even there yet. It's the NPC telling her how to, teaching her how to do it, I guess. All right, so wait till she does it. <laughs> like it's get it. Oh god. This is how you this is how you do puff puff. <laughs> this massage though. Yeah. Oh, she's getting a puff puff. No, no, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to, she's wearing a fucking the the, the goop mask. Yeah, it's uh so hold on. Is this what I'm supposed to be looking at? Hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on. I will send you a video right now. I'm I because I know what I'm looking for. Dragon Quest eight. Okay. Uh we can probably take this to the DMs. Okay, here it is. Nope, here it is right here, Britt. I am going to I'm going to send it to you right now and we are going to gauge your reaction uh live here on the podcast in oh fact you know what i'm going to drop it in the chat for everybody uh, perfect if you want to see this this crazy shit here there you go that's in the chat that is a thing that that's a thing that all right here we go that, uh... <laughs> jesus christ wait i didn't it doesn't do anything Oh my god. <laughs> she's legit cradling her tits. Yeah, she's shake she's shaking her shaking her titties at the monster. And uh as the game says, she's doing her best it wasn't puff very puff. Effective. No, yeah, it wasn't very effective. Um but yeah, no, there's a giant chicken monster and Jessica just wants to Pull those titties out. Um, thank you. For you, that, you they could get rid of this in twelve, and I'd be fine. Well, well on, like they still have Puff Puff in eleven, but they get rid of that stupid gratuitous bullshit. It's just that, like, you see, like the hearts float up, and you know the birds fly, and it's still stupid. But I mean, at least it's not like super misogynist. So it is what it is, I guess. Uh, mm. But um there were a few more other there was a few other dragon quest things announced yesterday dragon quest Tre treasures which has eric and his sister i believe from dragon quest 11 uh and they also mentioned that there's a new dragon quest monsters coming and again like that's something that yuji hori like started talking about and then again brit they they pulled the fucking whistle out and started blowing it it's like it, it was like the equivalent of spraying a cat when it gets up on the fucking shelf and you don't want it up there, like Yuji Hori just starts going off and they pull out a whistle and start blowing it. Um, I could, I could also have a, have a podcast of just terrible traits that come from like terrible characters. Yeah. Archetypes that come from. Maybe we should uh, have Japan. that podcast at some point. Yep. We should definitely have that podcast at some point. You um, have to watch a little bit of anime to get a better understanding of that shit though. Never. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. 
Um, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not gonna do that. All right. Uh, so I what's next? We got. We got. We got a bunch of shit. Uh, <laughs> I got one that I don't think was on the list, John. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Drop it, dude. Figures. Drop it, man. We're all friends here. Let's go. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how this came out. Apparently, Sony was having some kind of investor talk or investor meeting, and there was like a PowerPoint presentation just straight up posted on Sony.com. It was like a PDF. And just in there, it was like uh, they had, you know, expanding our platform and more PC releases. And then they had like Days Gone right before that. Below that, they had Uncharted 4. And this is like the third time that their PC releases have just like been really low key just kind of okay here it is so uncharted 4 is coming to pc which is a pretty big deal because that's another big sony exclusive that's uh gonna be on pc but it's i think it's just interesting because it's like a really weird one like days gone and horizon and stuff and um you know death stranding even though it's not sony first party they're all kind of standalone games but uh uncharted 4 is like a really weird game because you kind of have to play the first three to uh to to understand the yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's and it's like you know it's five years old now it's just kind of Dude, out of makes, left field i thought that you just turned me you just fucking dusted me like thanos when you said that uh, like <laughs> jesus christ yeah. that game is five fucking years old holy shit mm-hmm. oh my god so, i don't know like not a ton to talk about there but obviously they're uh they're happy with how their pc releases have been going and obviously you know releasing Days Gone and, and Horizon on PC isn't uh, stopping anyone from buying a PS5. So, you know, so, more people get to play these games. I think that's good. I'll definitely buy it again on there. Speaking of uh, speaking of Horizon, um, or or do we want to do we want to bring up the Sonic stuff real quick first? Uh, before- no, let's talk about Sonic. Let's get that. Out okay, of the yeah, let's get Sonic out of the way. So, Sonic. <laughs> so uh, we got some Sonic stuff dropped today. Um, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is coming to uh, current-gen consoles. Of course, Sonic Colors uh, came out on the Wii. Um, great, great fucking game. Like, if you've never played Sonic Colors, that game rules. And I have not. I've never played a Sonic game. Seriously? What? Wow. Dude, you're missing out. Sonic's I mean, bad. So I no, just don't play them. Some Sonic games the are bad. The first ones are great. Like, well, I mean, and you'll see that, Jeff, when you get the, like when the compilation hits, because we're also getting Sonic 1, 2, 3, Knuckles, and C D. Um, those games hey, Jeff, like, dude, I, dude, go play Sonic I Mania. I will say, sorry, I'm I'm wrong. I played uh what's one of the recent 3D ones? Is it Sonic um Oh, so Sonic. you've had a shit you've had a shit experience then? No, no, no. Sonic uh, Forces? No. Keep going. Sonic Forces. Generations. Uh, yeah, those I don't like the Generations games. Um, okay. I, I think I don't know. I, I played. I think it was Generations. I think that was the one I played. I think Sonic's I at it its really best. Cool. I think Sonic's at its best when it's two D. Um, although Colors is Colors is fucking outstanding. Uh, and seeing that game at four K sixty, like on a PlayStation Five, is going to be an experience. Um, so, but we're also getting the the collection. We're getting Sonic One, Two, Three, Knuckles, and uh, Sonic Sonic CD, which is cool because Sonic CD is a game that really hasn't gotten a lot of love and it's and it is really really high up there in the in the hierarchy of 2D Sonic games. So I I am really excited about that. Um and as you can tell from the reactions on Twitter today like 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 Sonic still has a huge fan base. Uh like everybody's excited about Sonic today. Um like that should that be surprising after they fucking changed the movie because the fan base <laughs> Was so up in arms Although, about how Sonic looked. To be fair, Britt, that was the right move because 
his original movie design was a fucking monstrosity. I mean, yeah, but I mean, Brit, the, the you know, it, that was real bad. That was fucking terrible. That was a nightmare vision. Um, but yeah, like there's not a whole lot to say about Sonic here other than, you know, I I think this is good. Like like we're getting compilations. Sonic, Sonic is like is like Dragon Quest in that sense that it's just one of those feel good games, right? Like Right. Yeah, no, there's yeah, there is uh there is nothing um yeah, there's there, in my opinion the the you know, the 2D Sonics there's nothing not to like there. Uh it's a compilation of some really really great classic uh Classic 2D games, and of course, Sonic Colors, which is uh, a, a fantastic Sonic game uh, in and of itself. I'm, like I said, I'm really same thing with Dragon Quest. Like, this is like a series that has always been around, and I've never actually really like dove into. And I'm same thing with Sonic. I've never played one, and Colors seems like a good. I'm really looking for like <laughs> games that are not like shooting and murdering and like sneaking up behind people. And I grew up on Sonic. Them. Dude, Sonic. Yeah. Dude, like, dude, pick up Sonic cool. Mania. Seriously, pick up Sonic Mania. I grew up on Sonic I, and like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I think Colors is more up my alley just because, like I said, I'm not big on like the old 2D style games, and I know Mania's a little bit more like that. I think I'm gonna try Colors, and if I like love it, then maybe I'll I'll uh, give Mania a shot. But so I'm gonna give it a shot. No, that's not. I mean, as long as you play, I mean, Colors is good. Like I like if you play Colors, mm-hmm. I'm good at that, dude, because Colors is fucking outstanding. Um, so let's talk about Horizon. Uh, Forbidden West. Let's um, and uh, boy, that's uh, that's a good that, that's a looker. Uh, that's a really that good is game. an extremely pretty fucking game. Like I watched, mm-hmm. I watched it twice. Like that trailer, just because I couldn't get over like the even like the trend. The underwater was like, yeah, that just the transition me. from like the cutscene to gameplay is like so flawless and smooth and the the fucking combat with like the little mini cutscenes in between i was like oh god this looks so fucking good yeah it's... i feel like horizon i know horizon was well received and i know people like it but i feel like it's one of those games that kind of hasn't been discussed that much in the last few years and man like i just that was that was in my top five of last gen probably i don't you know i don't think it reinvented any of the wheels but I loved Aloy. I loved the story in that game. And I just think it's incredible that Gorilla. This was like their first big game that wasn't a first person shooter called Killzone. Right. And even though it wasn't perfect, they, they knocked it out the park. They really like, did. To do so really well, did. completely, like, completely different type of game. I just, I'm amazed with how many things they did right. And I'm excited to see how much they learned from that with this game. I, I do see. What, what did you not like about Horizon that you think that you hope is going to be fixed in Horizon? 2? Uh, it's not like I didn't necessarily actively dislike anything. There's just a lot of stuff, uh, you know, like the crafting, where it's like, okay, the, the human combat from it's been years now, and I have the memory of like a goldfish. So I don't. Me too. So you, yeah, but like I remember company. being unimpressed with the human combat, like yeah, the, finding the, the melee. The, the melee combat was just like, bad. It's the same thing when I play the new Tomb Raider games. Like shooting fucking bows at like some random humans, like I don't, I don't know. That wasn't that fun. And I know the melee. I didn't even use the melee because, like, why would I want to do that? Yeah. But uh, you know, it's, it's like basic stuff that most games struggle with. Most melee combat games isn't good. Most stealth isn't good. So it's not exclusive to Horizon. But it was like you know, all of it wasn't really like a big deal because the world was so beautiful and the I was so hooked on the story and the 
world is so interesting to explore and stuff like that. But I think there's a lot of little things there that they could shore up and tweak and stuff like that. So the, the thing that interested me is that you learn. So like in the first horizon, you pick up artifacts to like learn about what happened and get like story of pre like people who used to live on earth and apparently in this game you're going to have something similar but it's going to actually play into the story and you're going to learn about the people that you're fighting i guess because in the trailer um is aaron is that his name i i know who I you're know. talking about i know who you're talking yeah, yeah. about yeah he you know he hands that thing over and it's from san francisco or whatever and basically you get things like that that's gonna i don't know if it's gonna progress the story but you're gonna be learning about who you're fighting with and i think that's a really interesting concept and it gives you a reason to want to collect other than just you know getting additional little lore tidbits so that's exciting to me i loved the collecting in the first game anyway so i i, I would one thing i would like to see them drop um which means that they won't is the uh you know we do this in it seems every single open world game i don't want to climb any more towers to unlock parts of the map just come up with something else like you know granted the way they did it in horizon zero dawn was kind of cool you know you had the big robot brachiosaurs that yeah but but i mean essentially you're still climbing towers we've done that in countless assassin's creeds we've done that in we shit we did it in mad max we've done it in far cry um like but now you have a grappling hook to get up there yeah, but you're still climbing towers and and like just come up with something new. Like like it's it's 2021. We we have evolved to the point I think in this industry where we can What if it's a pterodactyl? That's even worse because I don't want to fucking have to work to try to unlock parts of the map, okay? It's like <laughs> give me the fucking map. Give me the fucking map. Like find like let me find a microchip on the ground and be like, "Oh, I plug it in my little into my little Bluetooth headset that Aloy wears." I would like and, that. And I like, would like Oh, look. Hey, I've got shit on my HUD now. Like, but how are you going to find it if you don't have the map unlocked? I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to start a game with an entire map. That's, like, overwhelming but as shit. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But, like, I mean, come up with something aside from, like, climbing a fucking tower. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, turn on your turn on your Bluetooth and pick up a signal or something. Like, I mean, come up with fucking <laughs> something. Like, I, I mean... This is such a boomer argument. Like, keep going. I'm just saying. Like, you know, like, there's all kinds of fucking shit lying around. Back in my day. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, like, come up with something new. These fucking towers are pissing me off. Um, And I I would like to see a little more meaningful interaction with the world uh, than I saw in Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, it was extremely pretty to look at, but, you know, at times... Definitely very static, right? Right, yeah old game design you know the environment you know you were very limited in what you could like you said interact with and climb i know there's comparisons to other games that came out in the same year where you could kind of you know it felt like you were very funneled and very restricted in, in certain ways when so that's and like you know and that's not a fault of horizon zero dawn by any means no. but i feel like something like breath of the wild coming out right on top of it really magnified those issues for me um because breath of the world to this day st- still has some of the most dynamic uh interesting open world gameplay i have ever encountered i mean anything See, but happen. there's a game that fucking unlocked the map straight off the bat and i was like this is a little too overwhelming with me i gotta put this down i mean you still had to climb towers in breath of the wild though like i mean you still had to fight fucking towers like jesus but aside from that like i felt like anything could happen 
in the in the world, uh, you know, in Hyrule. And I didn't get that feeling in Horizon Zero Dawn. Like Jeff said, I found it very static. Uh, I, I found it very static um, and just kind of, you know, there's robots running around and not a lot of interactivity with anything else. So I would my, like, go ahead, Britt. Oh, uh, my biggest complaint was um, like it had kind of like Mass Effect dialogue, but it didn't really impact like the questions you asked right. or like yep. what you answered. Like there was no real relationship building, like what built relationships was doing the quests for them. Like at the end of the game, you can, mm-hmm. you know, you can get people to be on your side or whatever. Um, so I hope that they expand on that a little bit. And um, I don't necessarily need a romance option for Aloy. I think, um, I think how they handled having a female main lead and, she wasn't sexualized whatsoever was nice. So I would, I don't mind not having the dating aspect, I, but like, yeah, like I love that. It was like, you know, I need to save the world. I don't have time to like have a boyfriend or something like that. And well, it's and it, it's like, she wasn't even interested, right? Like yeah. that's what was nice yeah. about it is it wasn't like she was struggling with feelings or anything. It was just like, she clearly had she, people who were interested in her in the first game. Right. She was just straight up a fucking warrior. And that was like, I think that's one of the reasons why I love Horizon so much is because she was like unaffected by people's emotions like that towards her. Like it was just like it it didn't even phase her. And it's like, how many games have we played where it's happened to men, but like women are opposite, you know, women like fall or they get crushes or, you know, so it was like nice just to have this character that was so much more than the relationship she has with other people. Like her herself was just. She was just a badass, and I, I loved her a lot about it. But um, I hope going forward that when we are interacting with NPCs or characters or whatever, like we can um, mm-hmm. figure out like it could be like go towards something. Um, not necessarily like I I don't even think we need like a Paragon Renegade option to like that. But I like I don't I, think we do either. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think so. It suddenly needs to be built upon there, right? Because it just feels like. You know, you could just speed through the whole game and you don't even have to talk to these people. And mm-hmm. the only thing you miss out on is lore, pretty much. So I hope they make, you know, something better out of that. I One of the comments in chat, uh, sorry, John, real quick. No, One no, please. That was, um, you know, my favorite part of Horizon was the audio logs from the past. And I think that's something oh, yeah. I've about a lot because, uh, you know, like I said, like, I think the game was really good, even though it wasn't. Apocalypse Shitstorm. Uh, but my <laughs> favorite part of the game was kind of, finally learning and uncovering what happened to this world and oh I with the pharaoh robots way that yeah they did that, i still i remember talking about it back then and i still think it's and gaia they, yeah they, gaia, never, they never caved and and did what a lot of things do where they give you the big flashback or the big cutscene where they show you everything that happened they never actually show you there's a little bit of holograms and audio logs and stuff but a lot of it it reminded me a lot of reading a book where i kind of had to like build this own visual in my mind of this horrible thing that happened and stuff like that. And the descriptions they give you are vivid enough and detailed enough and convincing enough that I could actually form a really good idea of what happened. But I think it's really cool that everyone probably has a slightly different interpretation of that. Um, But to me, that was like a huge part of that original game was uncovering that mystery. And now that we have that that piece kind of resolved, I'm just curious to see what they do with the sequel and what kind of new questions and and new stuff they introduce because I think it's it's always a hard thing with a sequel, right? Uh, 
you've learned a lot about this world already. So now you have to kind of build on that. And um, that's kind of a tall order. That was one thing that kind of bothered me about the original game too, is that it was strictly open world and dungeons. There was right. no good like intertwinement of the two. Like you only got story when you went and did those dungeons. And it was like, I would have liked to, for them to kind of, like I said, merge the two of those better. Um, just because it was like, you know, you get out of one dungeon and it's like immediately if you want to learn more story, you have to immediately go back into another dungeon. And it was just like, I want I want to not have to run through a dungeon in order to get some story. Like, well, and, and, you know, to, to bounce off of that, Britt, you know, I think one thing I another thing I hope Horizon does better than the first game is making those dungeons feel more baked into the world. Um, and you know, I, you know, like, you know, I, I'm going to bring up Final Fantasy here again, but I think Final Fantasy 15 did that really well. Like whether you like the game or not, like those, like the dungeons, the the dungeons in Final Fantasy 15 were some of the franchise's best because they felt like part of the world. They were, there was no loading screens. There was no, I mean, you walk into the dungeon and the theme of that dungeon is consistent with the area surrounding it. Um, and you know, they feel, it feels like you're going underground. It feels like you're going in this old cave. It feels like you're going in this sprawling fortress. Like they feel organically tied to the world. Um, and that's something that I think not a lot of open world games do all that well. Um, uh, and I, I think, I think Horizon, um, I, I think Horizon, uh, Forbidden West would be well served to, to make those areas feel like they're part of the world as opposed to just, you know, I walk in a door and there's a loading screen and then I'm in, you know, like, you know, I'm at the I'm entrance. in an old ship right. or something. It's, yeah, right? I'm in a fucking mm -hmm. tunnel and, you know, make me feel like I'm part of the world. Like the world itself was was so immersive. Um, you know, that was one thing that Horizon that that, you know, Zero Dawn did brilliantly was immersing you into the visuals of that world. But then like it kind of it kind of broke whenever, like you would enter one of those factories, Brit. You know, like one of those factories that's putting the machines yeah. together, and it's yeah, like, that's how you unlock being able to right. um, sync up, sync up with them, or right, yeah. Now you can, now you can, you know, convert them to your side. But, but those dungeons felt so out of place because it reminded these... me a lot of Mass Effect Andromeda. They had dungeons like that uh, where you go in and you you do the same thing. Like you're able to, um, I don't even remember what it was in Andromeda. Maybe scan them or something. I don't remember, but it was it it was very similar, and I was like, mm. well, and it, and I hate to like sound like I'm I'm bitching because I fucking love Horizon. I platinum yeah, it. Me too. Like a, um, it's it's one of my favorite games of all time, uh, just because it's important to me, and I love um, I loved the gameplay of it. I, um, and but it, it it's just it's definitely you can tell it's by a studio that is, um. They it were, was their first like they were still finding their footing in the genre. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like, you know, it, it came out in what was it, twenty seventeen? Seventeen, yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, they started development in twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Probably something like that. Yeah. Came out, so like it's not only the release date, like there's just you know, it was kinda it you just don't you get to a point where you don't have the ability to learn. Like the industry and games have evolved so much and done so much more interesting things since then. Right. Um, and yeah, it's the same thing as, as what Britt said. Like, I just want more ways to interact with that world and learn from the world. Like, there's these big hub cities and stuff, but they were just basically like, oh, you can like use your crafting stuff or upgrade. Like, I want those to be worked into the story more. I want more ways to 
get the narrative before yeah like like let me sit down and have a drink and like strike up a conversation with one of the people in the in the tavern you know like some of the best recent games like the side quest interact you know i hate to bring up witcher 3 again but like you know that was one of the things people loved about that game is like the side quests also tie into the main narrative side quests were better than the main narrative itself in my opinion uh you know even god help me final fantasy 14 again i'm sorry to bring it up but like you know, a lot of the non-main story content there, you could argue... Like the raids. Main, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. is main story content. Yeah, they the fucking quest. even told you. The Hildegard quests are a Final Fantasy fourteen high point. Like... <laughs> yeah. Or the... So. Uh, Hildebrand. I'm sorry, not Hildegard. Uh, Hildebrand. But, but yeah, like, like you know, like, give us more narrative options, I guess. Like, like yeah. the, the side stuff in Horizon Zero Dawn was fine, but it was also very bog-standard open-world stuff. You know, go... Go right, it didn't, it it didn't affect me. anything. You right. could run through the whole game without doing any of that shit, and a lot of people did, and I think that's why a lot of people don't like the game, is because um, they either didn't know, or they didn't want to, or they didn't care, and so I think that was a big downfall about the game, but like I said, I did everything in the game. I loved it, um, and I hope with this new one they just fucking knock it out the park because it's so fucking pretty you know like Britt, one of my favorite parts of horizon zero dawn was and i i this is still in my head when you leave that first area initially after like you know five or six hours and you go to that guard post up in the mountains and and, and you're like and you're like oh so I've, I've pretty much hit the end of the map here but then you realize that there's this whole other oh fucking, no and i was like holy shit i was like and fuck yeah me too jeff and i are so similar when it comes to that shit like just I, like i was like i was fuck. like i have not even scratched the fucking surface of this map um, one thing i think that the game is going to benefit is you're not starting off like learning about the lore of the world and the right, like the right. tribal wars like i think that was um especially now i think it's a little uh it's it's kind of a touchy subject so i i definitely I'm glad they're just, it seems like they're shooting off just going into the, you know, the robots and the dinosaurs and, you know, the raiders, the bad people. So um, I think that'll help maybe uh, switch people's opinions about the game and maybe like this one a lot better because it's just, you're digging right into the juicy bits, even though you're not going to have any idea what's going on because you didn't play the first one. (laughs) So, um... The other thing I wanted to mention about Horizon Zero Dawn is release date. Now we we did not get a date. I think they said twenty twenty one. I think that was the original window. Was that was the original like, window? I I don't think yeah. this is a twenty twenty one game. I don't. I think it's um, going to be spring. I think it'll be spring next year. I I yeah. think that sounds I right. The original yep. Horizon was March. I think I think it's going to be same like that February to May. I think God of War was in May. Sony loves their like q1 q2 releases now and it seems like it's gonna fit really really well in right there i so. i i i agree um you know of course i also expect uh i expected that that is when final fantasy 16 will release and i know where my priorities lie on that one but um you know i i mean obviously horizon zero i mean horizon zero dawn jesus horizon forbidden west is going to take me fucking months to get over saying zero dawn as opposed to forbidden west um that is clearly. Or are you just going to mix the Horizon, Forbidden West, Forbi- Forbi- Zero West, Forbidden Zero Dawn, West. Forbidden Dawn, Forbidden Dawn? There we go. Horizon, that's for- a good title. Forbidden Dawn. That actually is a really good fucking title for something. Um, but uh, that would be like a good. That would be a good title for like a series of vampire novels or something. Forbidden. That's Dawn. That's just a good title for fucking Shadowbringers. 
It really yeah. is, yeah. Final Fantasy Forbidden 14 Forbidden Dawn. Yeah, like it really is. Um, but uh here we go, we're talking about 14 again. Yeah, no, I'm always <laughs> going to talk about 14. Uh, but clearly that is going to be Sony's big uh big tentpole release, I think, for next year. Um which leads me to, you know, so so did you see a bunch of those uh slides that leaked? Um, you know, we're, we're like, you know, uh, they had the God of War Ragnarok thing and Sony had like Googled for our, the Ragnarok logo themselves. That's what I was, uh, yeah, that's what I was mentioning earlier. That's where the Uncharted 4 piece right. release came from. Yeah. yeah. The presentation. And yeah, they had, uh, like their post, they had like, here's our launch games, like strongest, one of the strongest launches in PlayStation history. And then they had their post launch window, which is like, I guess the game's coming out roughly within a year and change from PS5. And yeah, they had... Uh, God of War Ragnarok, which it turned out was a logo, just yeah. Google image search from a, a fan mock-up. Um, and they did have Final Fantasy 16 in there, which was interesting. So I do not, I, I don't think there's any reality in where God of War Ragnarok releases this year. I just, I just Mm-mm. don't. Um, we haven't even got a fucking trailer for it. I still think like, it's. We got, we, what, we'll we see got... it at E3, I think, but it's we'll, not we'll see, well, well, yeah, well, no, I mean, they're not doing the traditional E3 that everybody else does, but but I agree. We'll see it this summer. Um, the, we'll yeah. We'll see it. I do think it's possible that I still think it's possible that Final Fantasy 16 might sneak in at the end of the year. Um, I don't think so. You know, I I, I think it's like possible. Endwalker in November. I think they're gonna space those out a bit. So 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 the original plan was for Endwalker to release in the spring, and for Final yeah. Fantasy 16 to release this winter, like late this winter, around the November time frame. However, COVID, COVID, what's that? I believe that. Yeah. yeah, but however, COVID kind of fucked all that up. So now we've got Endwalker in November, and I think you're pro. I think I think you're both probably right. I I I think 16 is probably a March through or May title in 2022. I would be willing to bet. Yeah. Um, I, so here's what I think. I think there it's either going to be one of two things. Horizon Forbidden Wilds is going to be either spring or summer, or Final Fantasy is going to be spring or summer. And I don't know which one it's going to be because they're two big Sony launches, and I can't imagine they're going to put those both out at the same time. Probably I think they're going to. Yeah, probably not. Um, and I, I think, I think they're going to put more priority on Final Fantasy simply because that's going to sell well in Japan and the United States. Whereas you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, like that game, didn't make a, a it it didn't do, like it, it didn't flop or anything in Japan, but it also didn't push consoles in Japan. Uh, like though. Like that game's just not going to sell the way like a Dragon Quest or a Final Fantasy will in Japan. It's just not going to happen. So, so I, I think they'll probably give the meteor window to Final Fantasy um, because that's a worldwide simultaneous release. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll see. Like, but I agree with you. I I don't think whichever game comes first. I don't think those games are going to be all that close to each other. I, I no. agree with that. Um, I think the smart play, to be honest with you, is to release Final Fantasy like in April, May, Mar- March, April, May. And then have Horizon be your your holiday title. I think um, so too. Yeah. I didn't want to get flack for that, but I can I could definitely, you know. And if there's anything we learn from Cyberpunk, take your time with the game, please. <laughs> take yeah. your fucking time. Yeah, like we don't we, we don't we don't need another repeat of that. Um, but of course, having said that, where did that leave God of War? Um, because I also don't see God of War. It's definitely not going to be next year. Don't I don't think, think so. so. Mm-mm. So you think that's now, a, I, you think that's a twenty twenty three game? Yep. I mean, like, look at the original God of War. It didn't come out until how how long into the PS 4s life? It was pretty lifespan. late. It was pretty late. Yeah. I, um, Sony's interesting because they don't seem to like doing holiday releases like everyone else. Like 
there's not a lot of big Sony games that come out in that October December window. They love spring and summer. But Final yeah. Fantasy 15 or yeah, 15 came out in November. It did when it yeah. it launched. That it did. That's not like a that was a multi platform. Like I mean, like Sony first party stuff, right? Like they, um, they, they seem to avoid that window probably because they know it's so crowded. So I'm thinking like you know if God of War isn't next, it's I think it's either next spring, like you know maybe a few months after Horizon. So maybe we get Horizon in February, March. It just seems awful. It still seems awfully Mm-mm. close. No. Exactly. Like, but like, if it's not there, I don't see them releasing it in November or October. I, I did, they, they don't seem to like that holiday rush window. So that's where I think, okay, it'll be next spring in 2023. I, I agree with both of you. I, I think God of War is a 2023 game. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I just do. Um, I, I think that, I think they are going to put much more focus on marketing Horizon right now. And I don't think we're going to get, I, I mean, I think we'll see a little more of God of War this year, but I don't think we're going to get that big E3 style deep dive until next year. Now, I could be wrong, yeah. Um, but but I, I don't think since, I mean, we know for a fact that Horizon is going to release earlier, and I don't think that they want to take the spotlight off of Horizon. I just don't think they're going to do that. Um, so I don't know. All right, because they're too, they're too, like, big... Open world. They're two big title games yeah. that are Sony exclusive and are known for kind of being um, big spectacle. I guess, I guess yeah. partners like right. Um, you know idea. the the dev studios are friendly with each other, so I think just out of respect, they would want to part that out between them. Um, and plus the fact that we haven't heard anything about God of War, um, I would think if it was going to be re- released next year, we would have heard something more. So I think we'll probably get. Um, a teaser or something and then maybe um next year um or later this year or something we'll we'll or no next year we'll probably get a um you know that big meaty state of the play and then 2023 or maybe end of the year for god of war that sounds about right to me who knows i agree Mm -hmm. with that um i do think that we'll get uh i think we'll get a not just a release window i think we'll get a solid release date for final fantasy 16 uh from Square Enix's presentation. I think that I mean that game has been in development. This isn't like a Final Fantasy uh Is there a scenario. list of when all the shit's supposed to be showing since there's so, not like an actual E3 conference? So so well so there is and there isn't, right? Like 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 Square there, but I mean like there's so many people not participating. Right. So so Microsoft, so we know that Microsoft Square Enix, Capcom, um oh. uh, uh uh Microsoft Square Enix, Capcom, um fucking I'm Nintendo, Jesus Christ, they're all part of E3. Like, like, yeah, fucking, I'm, I'm all. You, of, you, no, you block them out because you're still so mad about Final Fantasy VI. Really, I'm, I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm upset. Um, but we all know that they are, they are under the E3 banner. Sony, for example, is not. They're gonna. They're off doing their own thing. Um, and I've heard really good things about about Nintendo's E3. By the way, I'm really excited about that. Um, but I. <sighs> I think that we will get, I think that we will get firm release dates for Final Fantasy 16, like an actual date. Uh, I think those are, two, those are two release dates that we're going to get is Horizon and Final Fantasy 16. I agree. For sure. I think we'll probably get a, a release date for Horizon as well. I I, I think so. Um, and I don't anticipate like I I still think there's a chance 16 slips into or makes it into 2021, but I I there's no way that Horizon is this year. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also think that we will see. Um, I think that I am really interested to see Nintendo's presentation, uh, solely because we know that they've had a very quiet year. They've had a very quiet year, but but we also know that Switch Pro is going to loom heavily over yeah. everything they're doing. Well, we also have like when are they supposed to? Like everybody was predicting that they were going to do a special like Zelda. Um, I think that's going to play into D three. Like a Zelda presentation for the their yeah, 35th anniversary, and yeah. And I think they're going to say, I, I think they're going to say, Skyward Sword is part of the celebration. Um, here is you know Twilight Princess and Wind Waker available till next March. Um, <laughs> you know that's and you know they're going to do it. That's exactly what the fuck they're going to do. Come on, fuck. That's exactly what they're going to do. Um, they're going to do that. We'll get. I we might get maybe some. Uh, I don't know some ports, some emulated ports of. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Um, you know, I, I think they'll make a bigger deal over Zelda's anniversary simply to make up for Mario. Beside. Go ahead. Do you think, they're because they already said that they're not going to, like, with the last presentation they did, they're like, I know you're excited for Breath of the Wild, but fuck off. Like, do you think we're going to get some Breath of the Wild content? Yes, and I think it, I, I've, I've actually changed my tune on Breath of the Wild. I think it might release this year. It, didn't you say it was supposed to release last year? No. Did you I don't know think that? there's. I don't think there's any way it's this year, but I, I don't I'm either. Wrong I think there's a chance. So, so some of the Eurogamer guys have been teasing shit today, and I I think that there is a, I think that there is a really good chance that Breath of the Wild two might hit this sometime this winter. the The only reason why I say that is because <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic, um, my Switch, um. It wouldn't. I don't remember if you guys. I talked about it in the um the Discord fucking last year. But my Switch broke, and I sent it in, and I sent it in right as the fucking pandemic started. I didn't get my Switch back for like four months. So if the repair centers were closed down for four months, I can imagine the studios were probably not functioning either. I, mean, I think we, so, we heard a lot of Japanese developers, and especially Nintendo, were hit harder. They were um, than a lot of but, uh, Western ones, just because the uh yeah the the work style there is a little bit different they weren't as able to readily adapt to like work from home practices mm-hmm. like yeah so i definitely think things are going to be delayed so um, well here's the thing though brit here this is like aside from your gamer teasing shit today this is why i think breath of the wild might be a 2021 game because if the, if if all these reports about the switch pro launching in september are true they are going to need and want a super big game to launch on top of that uh and i cannot think of a better game to do that with then Breath of the Wild 2. Um, so my prediction is that just like Breath of the Wild was a launch game for the Switch, Breath of the Wild 2 will be a launch game for the Switch Pro or whatever they're going to call it. Um, like a bundle pack? I don't think it's going to be a bundle pack. I think it's just going to release on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what that is what I'm predicting now because Nintendo is not afraid to announce things are yeah you know, we already know it exists but they are not afraid to give I got a, I got a big, spicy deep prediction dives, deep, you know big deep dives on games and then release them like 4 months later like Nintendo just loves to do that shit and I yeah. and, and and I mean come on you can't just throw a Switch Pro out there without like a big first party title to f- push that motherfucker with what and if it's a new Mario Kart I don't think so I mean Mario Kart like I th- I think Mar- I think Mario Kart 9 is coming eventually I think it's a next year game um, because they are not going to release because if Breath of the Wild Two is next year, they're not going to release Breath of the Wild Two and Mario Kart Nine anywhere close to each other. That's just not going to happen. Um, 
And we know this is also, I mean, it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda. The Switch Pro is going to come out in September. Like, I mean, here's, all the stars are aligning thing, for Breath of the Wild too. Like, here's here's the thing though. Like, the Switch has notori- notoriously been known for announcing things and then it coming out months later, right? Right. And Breath of the Wild too has been announced for some time and <laughs> we still don't have it. But, I could but, easily see them saying, "We have a new Mario Kart game. It's coming out with mm, the the Switch Pro." I can fucking see them doing no, that. No, because they be, did that with Mario. No, but, but and but, fucking Smash Bros. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We're getting a brand new Mario Golf game in June. I don't since the I I so? it's because I don't think they're gonna push Mario too heavily in the year of Zelda. I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, I I just I just I don't see it happening. Um. That's such a that's such a game to make people buy a console though. I like, mean, but so is Breath of the Wild too. I mean, look at what Breath of the Wild did for the Switch. I mean, it's the high I mean, that game sold like what, 15 million copies? I mean, the attach rate when that game launched was like one to one with the Switch. Like everybody fucking owned Breath of the Wild when the Switch launched. And I refuse to yeah, believe and I just somebody don't... in chat makes a good a good point. Pokemon's coming out. But that's not coming so out. So they don't but but that's but but those are remakes and Arceus is not Pokemon Legends is not coming out until next January. So that's a 2022 game. Diamond and Pearl are remakes of DS games, and those are coming out in November. I think an early September release for the Switch Pro and Breath of the Wild 2 spaces those far apart enough. It gives you your big fucking tentpole first party game to push those Switch Pro sales. And it and you are able to space it out enough away from Diamond and Pearl. Which are great, like those are. I mean, those are great games, but they're also remakes. They are remakes. I could of also games. see them doing like a Smash Pack with all the characters in it to push the Switch Pro, though. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so because I mean, I mean, Smash is what two years old. Like, I, I just, I don't see, I don't see them pushing the Switch Pro with anything that's been already released. I just don't. I don't. I just, I, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't um, think Breath of the Wild's happening. I do. I, I think it might. I th- Jeff, go ahead. Je- Je- yeah, please. Because there's one more topic I really wanted to hit quickly before we wrap up here. I know we're. Oh, know, shit. Yeah, we're hitting the mark. Yeah. yeah it's, um, good, it's good conversation. Yeah. Uh, so the, the last one, the one I just want to touch on because I think it's really interesting. Uh, we had our, our good friend Sissy Jones on the show, uh, you know, rel- uh, I think it was last year, earlier yeah. this year. We yeah, talked good. a little about the Firewatch movie, but, you know, obviously she's a VA. Uh, and you know, we just had a little chat about like what it feels like, you know, video game voice. There's so many video game movie adaptations and and TV adaptations and stuff like that. And they always have to cast the TV actors and the movie actors like those game, the game. It was a really good conversation. Characters to someone else. So I thought it was really cool. This is from the Hollywood reporter, um, that Merle Dandridge who voiced Marlene in the original last of us game and, uh, last of us two will actually play Marlene That's so in the cool. HBO series. That's so fucking which cool. Which is, uh, I don't know, like, I I could be wrong. I do not ever remember an instance of any actor from a video game getting to actually reprise a role in a TV or movie, movie adaptation to date. I, I never I played one, so if it has happened. Oh, so so I I, I, I agree with you. like I, I can I, I neither can think mm-hmm. of I, I think this is the first time this has happened, Jeff, like an actual voice actor mm-hmm. in a game playing that same character in a in a yeah. live action role. So that is that is so cool. Um mm-hmm. and hopefully this sets a really cool like 
They're making a Firewatch movie. Put Sissy in it. Like she's fucking Delilah. Uh-huh. Like I mean, there's no reason she couldn't be Delilah. I mean, Absolutely. it's just it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we are going to uh, we are going to start uh, logging off here. I, there is uh, kind of a cool announcement that I want to drop on everybody. Uh, I am going to st- I am going to become involved with StackUp.org, which is a um, gaming organization that does advocacy work for veterans' mental health and other such things. Um, cool. And I am getting HIPAA certified as a suicide prevention counselor, and that is the work that I'm going to be doing with them. Um, oh, awesome! Yeah, so so I will be uh, I will be doing I will be doing that's that. That's amazing. Them. Yeah, um, you know, have a like not even for them, but for you. That's a that's a, like a that's a good outlet to have. I think so. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, I've I've got uh, an intimate history with things like this, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think that this, um, you know, this might help me do some good. Um, exactly. Yeah. So so I am going to be. In fact, I've got a second meeting with them tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and uh, I'll, be, awesome. I'll be doing that. I'm they're gonna HIPAA certify me, and there's a bunch of training and everything. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool stuff. That um, is cool. Of course, uh, E3 is coming up, and uh, as we do every year when there is an E3, uh, we do we stream all of it, so you can expect all those good SDGC streams. Um, uh, for you know, and we're gonna stream as much as we can. I know we're gonna do Square Enix and Microsoft. Whatever Sony does, uh, the Capcom stuff we'll do. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll do the. U- I mean, Ubisoft is going to do their thing. I mean, we're just going to be a bunch of. It's going to be a busy two weeks for us. It's going to be a busy two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, you're you're going to see a lot more content from us, uh, which we're really looking forward to. Uh, and June is going to be a big month for us as well, um, because, well, let's just say that we'll be whole again by the end of June. Um, the podcast will be whole once again. I will leave you in chat to determine what I mean by that. Uh, but anyway, does uh, Britain Jeff? You got anything else to uh, anything else to drop before we get out of here? I don't think so. No, Jeff. You? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. All right. Well, if I want to get my food, you want to get your food. What are you? Oh, getting? you get your chicken nuggets. Are you getting some nugs? Some nuggies. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. When? I mean. Honestly, chat, like when I say that the podcast will be whole once again, like what could I possibly be referring to? Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's a mystery. You'll have to you'll have to wait and find out, I suppose. Somebody, somebody play that link. Um, but uh, it is a mystery. It's a it's a mystery. Um, but uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe some maybe maybe some detectives in chat can can figure it out. We'll see. Uh, but uh, at any rate, um, <laughs> we write history chat. Uh, we'll go and get out of here. Remember, uh, drop us a like or uh, drop us a like on SoundCloud and Spotify and, you know, anywhere else, all major podcast services you can find our, our, uh, our shows on. Uh, of course, if you're not already following us here on Twitch, please do so. John's son will be a permanent member. That's the big surprise. Yeah, you got it. Like he's going to, he's going to join and then he's going to, he's going to snuff me out on stream and, uh, do a violent takeover, uh, of the podcast. He's actually listening right now. So son, don't get any ideas. Okay. You are actually. Oh, is he? He listens every Thursday. Son, you're not going to be a member. You're not going to be a member. Sorry. I love you, bud, but you're not ready for that yet. Your time will come. Besides, I never want you to be a streamer, son. Don't don't ever do that. (laughs) Do not ever be a streamer, please. Jesus Christ. I can't fucking handle that. Sound advice. Uh, But anyway, we will go ahead and get out of here. There's a Discord link right there in the chat. If you want to join our community of 300 and growing, we would love to have you there. 
Uh, follow us on Twitter at official SDGC. Uh, we got our Patreon right down there. Whenever, whenever conventions happen again, your donation, your generous donations help us get to those conventions and provide you all the content we know you love. And with that, if nobody has anything else, remember, kindness costs nothing. We love you all, and we will see you next week.